It is wisdom that will set you free. Welcome to Mystic FM. Join us on a voyage of spiritual discovery. Welcome everyone to the Mystic FM radio show, brought to you by the Aetherius Society's New Zealand branch, based in Birkenhead on Auckland's North Shore. My name's Julian Rosser, and this week we're talking about karma and reincarnation. Karma is a much-used word these days. Millions of words have been spoken, and countless books have been written about it, but it's still often misunderstood. Yet our every thought and action affects our individual karmic pattern for better or for worse. So it's vitally important that we understand it. Karma and reincarnation are really two sides of the same coin. And a deeper understanding of how they work together brings us a better perspective on our lives. It helps us to understand why we have the experiences that we do, that they are not just a series of random events brought together by chance. And this understanding gives us a better sense of why we are here and where we're going. We can look to our experiences in life as a series of lessons and learn from them so that we can take greater control over our lives and where we want to go. Our presenter today is Tanya Solberg, and she'll look at these subjects using practical examples of how they work, and look at how we can work with our own personal karma to change our lives for the better. Good morning, everyone. As Julian mentioned, today we're going to be talking about karma and reincarnation. The law of karma is a law which is very important for us all to understand because it is a law that affects each and every one of us, whether we like it or not. There is not a person who has ever escaped from this law or who ever will escape from this law. It is all pervasive, exactly balanced, very fair, absolutely just and a complete law, but a law which has compassion within it. Reincarnation is a direct result of karma. We will continue to reincarnate upon this earth until we have been able to manipulate our own karma, transmute our lower natures, and by so doing break out of the reincarnatory cycle of earth. This is called ascension and is our ultimate goal upon earth. Of course, before we can even begin to do this, we must first understand what the law of karma is. Karma is a very strict and definite law. Simply put, the law of karma is the law of cause and effect. Many of the great masters who have come to this earth have explained karma for us. The Lord Buddha said, action and reaction are opposite and equal. The Master Jesus said, as you sow, so shall you reap. Not so may you reap, but so shall you reap. As I said, the law of karma is exactly balanced and very fair. As you sow, 
so shall you reap. Dr. King, the founder of the Ethereum Society, said that karma is pressure. If our ultimate goal is to escape the wheel of rebirth upon this earth, and to achieve this we need to gain a certain level of spiritual advancement, then karma is the pressure that urges us through life's lessons to achieve this. The karmic law has mainly two phases. These may be referred to, for want of a better terminology, as the positive and negative phases. These refer to not so much a polarity, but a form of karma. The results of negative karma could be seen as unpleasant or uncomfortable to experience, whereas the results of positive karma could lead to very enjoyable and fruitful experiences. The negative phase, or shall we say the difficult karmic pattern, is that formed by a person who disobeys the basic laws or morals which have been laid down for us. The outcome will be suffering, disease, poverty or starvation as their direct result. If you don't experience these in this life, your actions will cause these to occur in the next. If you cooperate with the mighty law by applying moral principles to actively do good in your life, then you're making for yourselves a karmic pattern which will bring you great joy, if not in this life, then in the next. The outcome is far more pleasant such as good health, joy, personal magnetism and abundance in every way. As you sow, so shall you reap. The good that you sow, so shall you reap. The more you reap the good, the more you are able to reap good, so it generates itself from itself. Ultimately, karma is good for us. Whether we're experiencing a negative or positive phase, if there is a chink in your armour, karma will find it, not as a punishment, but as a teacher. The negative phase we may be experiencing or suffering is teaching our lower selves to become better people and will ultimately lead us to great spiritual heights. The law of karma is all the way through from every experience, from beginning to end, being absolutely good and absolutely for our benefit. Now what we're going to do now is play an extract from Dr. King's lecture on karma and reincarnation. In this extract, he gives a very clever analogy of a boat on the ocean to explain the difference between positive and negative karma in our lives. If you were to regard yourself as a boat uh, on an ocean, uh, the ocean that you use to, uh, upon which to make your journey uh, is karma. Uh, the wind which is blowing to help you or hinder you on your journey is karma. Uh, the boat is you uh, and the intelligence you use to guide that boat is also you. Now you can do one of two things. If you have learnt your lessons correctly in previous lives you will know how to trim your sails so as to make the best possible use of every wind, whether it be 
uh, a howling gale or even a light zephyr and you can steer your boat from point A to point B, your predetermined destination. But if you are too lazy or too indolent, uh, if uh, through past experiences uh, you have put a mental block upon yourself uh, so that you uh, are incapable or, or even too lazy to steer your boat, then what happens? You are at the mercy of the karmic winds, of the karmic currents, and the waves dash over you, making your journey very slow, very tedious, and very unpleasant. <clears throat> if, on the other hand, <clears throat> you have gained the experience, if you have read your charts correctly, charts given by Jesus, Buddha, Sankara, Krishna, the Bhagavad Gita, etc., 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 in modern times, the latest Bible, the Nine Freedoms, if you have read these charts correctly and have learned from them, they have told you how to steer your boat, how to trim your sails so that you can get to your predetermined destination, wherever that may be. And I think this little illustration should give you an idea of uh, karma. Now, <clears throat> negative uh, karma is being in the position of being blown around hither and yon by the wind without you being able, uh, without you exerting the necessary energy to pull that boat back onto course again, pull yourself back onto course again, so that you can use everything that the law gives you. When you use everything that the law gives you, you go to the stars. When you do not use what the law gives you, you reincarnate again and again and again and again until you pass an examination which is a very practical examination which allows you to go into the next classroom. And friends, it's that simple. I can talk another 10,000, 20,000 words about it and still not tell you any more, except describe a little bit uh, between the lines, as it were. So, for 24 hours a day, you are manipulating your karma, for better or worse, uh, as it were. Now, there are certain things about karma which I think that you should know. Uh, uh, talking about negative karma, for instance, and we'll deal with this a bit and then we'll go on to the more positive side. Talking about negative karma, for instance, you <clears throat> should know that, <clears throat> first of all, 
you are the master. Nobody else can manipulate your karma for you at all. You are the skipper of your own boat and if you drive it onto the rocks you and only you and no one else is responsible unless there's one small proviso someone has gone out of their way deliberately to steer you wrong but even so even if this did happen even if this did did happen it's still your responsibility the law has been given to you it, it was given to you 2,000 years ago it was given to you six or seven hundred years before that it's been given to you throughout history and there is not a man woman or child in this room in this country in this world that can honestly say they are ignorant of the law of karma because if they do those people lie because they are not ignorant of this law uh, and it's been stated in many different ways probably the way that Jesus gave it uh, was good uh, he said as you sow so shall you reap not so may you reap so shall you reap and again, it is that simple. And if you know this and really live by it, uh, as I say, you go to the stars. So as Dr. King said, every man, woman and child upon earth has had access at some time in either this or a previous life to the teachings of at least one or if not more of the great masters, such as the Lord Buddha, the Master Jesus, Sri Krishna, Lao Tzu, Patanjali, and many more. Each of these masters have laid down how one should live one's life, or given us karmic guidelines to help us successfully upon our journey. Because we have all had access to these basic laws, there is no excuse whatsoever for anybody disobeying these laws. So ignorance will not absolve you of the karmic reaction that will come. To help spell it out for more ignorant man, we also had Moses receive the Ten Commandments from a karmic lord, which contains some of the basic karmic rules. Don't kill. Don't steal. Don't lie. Don't be jealous or covet what others have. If we can follow these and other moral principles throughout our lives, then we are on our way to making for ourselves a positive future. If we can't follow these guidelines, then our immediate future may not be so pleasant. It is also important to realize that karma is not just generated by our actions. It is also generated by our every thought, our every mood, our every emotion. We may be acting like saints on the outside towards a person or a situation, but if internally we're cursing and swearing, then we are still incurring negative karma. Every wrong thought or action has to be transmuted before we can break out of our own cycle of self-created suffering and then ultimately from the wheel of rebirth. 
as I said at the beginning of this lecture, reincarnation is a direct effect of karma. Let's listen to Dr. George King explaining reincarnation further in an extract from his lecture on karma and reincarnation. The effects of karma. Well, there are many, but the one we're interested in at the moment is reincarnation. Direct effect of karma. Here you are in this classroom. You've got some lessons to learn. You don't learn them. You die. You live in another realm for a time. You come back. You learn more. You die. Live in another realm for a time. You come back. You learn more. You die. And so it goes on for life, after life, after life, after life. Dozens of lives, scores of lives, hundreds of lives. I know that some of you have, have been told before by other alleged teachers that uh, you're now on your twelfth life and the next one you're going to go to the stars. I wouldn't believe it if I were you. Because, friends, if you are that good, if you are that good, you would be an extremely enlightened person. Now, I say that in all honesty, and I say that knowing what I'm talking about. Uh, you may have been told that you're making great and rapid advances. Yes, some of you most definitely are. If you could see yourself stand away and see yourself in comparison with other people, while they are crawling, you might be running with mighty strides towards this enlightenment, most certainly. Your, your journey through evolution uh, might be way above the speed potential of light. And, and as, a, as a modern individual who knows something about astro-metaphysics, I know what I'm talking about in this respect. So you get to a stage where realization uh, begins to dawn. You get to a stage where you realize uh, despite uh, teachers and because of others uh, that you do die and live in another realm, come back uh, through another set of experiences. And you get to this stage and then when you are there and you have this realization then you begin to take things in hand if you are in any way wise. So no one can bypass the law of karma and the effect of reincarnation. We must all go through this experience again and again until we have successfully transmuted all negative karma that we have accumulated for ourselves over many, many lives. Reincarnation gives us an opportunity for self-correction our parents, the country and circumstances we are born into, whether we are rich or poor, healthy or sick, are not random or chance happenings. Before reincarnation again, we are helped to look at our past experiences, our karmic pattern, and determine what lessons we need in order to advance along the road to enlightenment. And so when the time for rebirth comes, 
We choose our mother and father, as well as the exact time to come back and the exact environment to come back to, so that we can hopefully learn from the experiences that we have set for ourselves. We don't need to go through every experience on earth in order to advance. But we will go through every experience we deserve to go through, whether that experience be regarded as bad or good. For example, if you haven't shot anyone, then you won't need to be shot. But if you have been a rich man and ignored the starving, then you will need to go through the experience of starvation. It's all about the karma we have made for ourselves. Dr. George King wrote a small booklet to explain karma and reincarnation. In this booklet, he gave some examples of how karma may possibly work out to create the circumstances of the next life for us. I would like to read to you now some extracts from this booklet entitled Karma and Reincarnation. Dr. King I believe that a person who has material abundance in this life yet does not attempt to use it properly, will suffer poverty in the next life. I believe that a person who misuses his position in this life will have frustrations in the next, will be a person who has ideas, but who cannot ever get anyone to help him carry them out. I believe too that a person who is a bully in this life will be bullied in the next. On the other hand, if you show love and service, a helpful, a charitable in this life, your reward will be absolutely and completely sure in the next. You see, I think a person only really has to pass through a set of experiences once, and providing he or she learns all that there is to be learned by passing through that set of experiences, they go on to another set of experiences. Dr. King then continues... Let me say another word or two about the positive aspect of karma. I believe that if a person shows great service to others in this life, the next life will give him an even better position to be of even greater service, will enable him to teach more people higher truths. If a person in this life has to suffer the materialistic poverty of the world and does so in the right manner, being detached from it, he will have great abundance in the next. If a person in this life, having abundance, detaches himself from it and seeks the higher truths, even though he may be frustrated in this life, his frustration will end in the next and gradually the higher truths will be known to him. So let's listen now to another extract from Dr. King's lecture, where he explains how you can reap future rewards from the good deeds you sow today. I've always said, you know, there are two investors. There's the materialistic investor who puts his money in a physical bank. All right, if he's got the money in an honourable fashion, uh, without having to make anyone suffer to get it, uh, okay, nothing wrong with this, and he gets his, what, six or seven percent for this life. And then when he dies, he leaves it so his relatives can fight over it 
and probably hate each other for the rest of their lives because uh, somebody else was left a greater share than they were left. Okay. If that's the kind of thing you want a monument you want to leave behind you, go ahead and leave it. Nothing's stopping you doing it. There's another investor though, the man who puts his good deeds in a spiritual bank and his interest he can draw forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Throughout a million lives to come he can draw interest on that. All aspects of positive karma are working out in this way and negative karma working out in another way, all within a great karmic law, all, uh, uh, one of the effects of which is reincarnation. Every new day is a chance to change your life. Dr. King said that we are not here to suffer in this world. So he said if you are suffering, then put things right in your life so that you don't need to suffer. If you've had one bad life where you have incurred some negative karma, then you don't need to spend a whole life of suffering to make up for it. You can transmute this through spiritual actions. He said go back to the laws of God and do it, and let no one or anything interfere with your spiritual progress. Don't even let your own indolence stop you. When you get to a stage that you recognize that reincarnation exists, then you can begin to take control of your life, take your karma in hand, and start to make great strides in your evolution. Then you will consciously and actively begin to control your destiny through manipulating your karma, through controlling your thoughts and actions, through lessening or even stopping the accumulation of more negative karma. We are fully in control of our own lives and our own destinies through our actions of today. And if we were to fully embrace this, then we can manipulate karma for ourselves in such a positive way that we can not only improve our experiences this life, but make for ourselves extremely positive future lives as well. We can all do this. It requires hard work and constant diligence. But we can do this. Well, thanks, Tanya. That certainly helped us to put karma into some perspective. And the saying, today is the day you made for yourself yesterday, certainly starts to make some more sense. Now, if you would like to learn more about karma and reincarnation, then please do visit our website, tas.co.nz, that's tas.co.nz. There you can purchase a CD uh, of a lecture given by Dr. King. It's an hour and a half long. It's also available as an audio download from our website. Dr. King also wrote a book, Karma and Reincarnation, which is available on the website. And also that book is available as an ebook from Amazon, iTunes, and Google Play. Now, all this talk of reincarnation raises questions about life after death. Exactly what happens when you die? Where do you go from here? What's it like there? Do you take memories from this life with you? And how can your experiences in this life benefit you 
when you pass on? Well, next week, we're going to answer these questions and many more about the spirit realms. Thank you for listening to Mystic FM, brought to you by the Aetherius Society. Tune in next time for more cosmic spirituality, because it is wisdom that sets you free.